0: Welcome to Least of These, where I cover the cases that need it most, because every life matters and everyone deserves justice. I'm your host, Leah D. And today I'll be covering the case of Christina Bastian in Apple Valley, California. Let's get right to it. The town of Apple Valley is one of three cities located in the larger Victor Valley, in the county of San Bernardino, and one of a handful of incorporated areas that uses town in its name instead of city. It's known for its beautiful scenery, mild weather, suburban areas, and central location. LA is just a two-hour drive west and the resort city of Palm Springs, roughly 80 miles to the southeast. In October of 2015, Christina Bastian was a 34-year-old English teacher at Silverado High School in nearby Victorville. Christina lived in an apartment in Apple Valley near her mom and sisters and made the short commute over to Victorville to teach. At the time, she was going for her master's degree and saving up her money to move out of her apartment and get a home all of her own. But on Halloween day of 2015, Christina Bastian vanished. According to the Apple Valley Police Department, Christina attended the Harvest Party at the Apple Valley Faith Center, went to a friend's house, left in the middle of the night, and hadn't been heard from since. Her family was immediately concerned for a couple reasons. One, it wasn't like Christina to just up and leave. She was very close with her mom, sisters, and extended family. And too, according to her mother Cheryl, as she spoke to the Daily Press, Christina had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder 10 years prior. A little side note before we go any further. While I wouldn't typically go in-depth on someone's mental health diagnosis, or whether they were taking medications or not, or how they managed their mental health, it's very relevant in Christina's case and I couldn't effectively tell her story without it. It's also something her family has been very vocal about. Cheryl has spoken to multiple news outlets and been open about Christina's diagnosis and treatment, an effort to bring her daughter home. My goal is the same, to bring Christina Bastion home. With that out of the way, let's get back to the story. After her initial diagnosis, Christina was prescribed medication and worked hard to manage her mental health. And she did just that. Sure, it was a challenge at times, but she seemed to take everything in stride. She earned a college degree, got an apartment, and that job teaching English at the high school. Things were going well for Christina. So well, in fact, that the months leading up to her disappearance, she had spoken to her doctor about switching medications. She had been taking her current medication for a long time and had been experiencing some negative side effects. According to Cheryl, Christina had gained about 70 pounds and her cholesterol levels had risen. She consulted with her physician, and he gave her the okay to stop taking her medication. And at first, everything seemed to be just fine. There were no concerns and no one in her life reported any major changes. But there were a few minor ones, as the months ticked on. Her younger sister Susanna reported to the Daily Press, and the weeks prior to her disappearance, Christina seemed a little bit paranoid. Hindsight is always twenty-twenty, but at the time, it really didn't seem like a big deal. There was no way for her sister, or anyone for that matter, to predict what was going to happen next. As Christina Bastian was adjusting to her life without medication and a new teaching job, life threw her several crappy curveballs all in a row. It all started with a car accident just weeks before her disappearance. Christina's vehicle was totaled. I couldn't find much information on the circumstances of the wreck. However, it appears that Christina wasn't seriously injured. But it was still a stressful situation. The insurance claim trying to scramble to get a vehicle to get to and from work, it wasn't exactly a fun time. Approximately a week after the accident, Christina did find a new ride. She purchased a silver two door 1500 Dodge Ram truck. Just as she got things straight with her vehicle, another curveball. According to the Victor Valley News, on October 29, 2015, someone had attempted to break into Christina's apartment on Laguna Road in Apple Valley. This terrified her. Cheryl spoke to the outlet about what had happened, stating after that break-in attempt, she reported the incident, but would not go back there. Fearful of returning to her apartment, she packed up her most valuable belongings and began staying with friends and family members. The day after the attempted break-in, she took a few days off work to deal with everything. She was set to return near the end of the following week, but Christina never returned to her classroom at Silverado High School. Halloween Day was a two-year anniversary of Christina's grandmother's death and a hard day for the entire family. The accident, the break-in, the anniversary of her grandmother's death, it all took a toll on Christina and her behavior became erratic. That Halloween Day, according to Cheryl, Christina took the SIM card out of her phone and smashed the phone. She then took an unexpected trip to Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix is roughly 350 miles from Apple Valley and more than a five and a half hour drive. Christina made that trip to Phoenix and then turned around and headed right back to Apple Valley. No one seems to know exactly why Christina had driven all the way to Arizona. Once she got back to the Valley, she met up with her family at church for a harvest festival. Her mother, Cheryl, was then and is still the head pastor at Apple Valley Faith Center, and it's the church Christina grew up in because her grandparents founded it. According to applevalleyfaithcenter.org, the church was founded by Myron and Doris Eddy in 1979. Christina's grandfather, Myron, served as pastor from its foundation up until his death in 1987. His wife, Doris, continued the ministry up until she died in 2013. Cheryl had been serving as the head pastor after the death of her parents. Faith had always played a part in Christina's life, and she had a deep and strong passion for Jesus. She attended the harvest party at the center. The event was free and open to the community. There was candy, games, prizes, and a costume contest. Maybe this would cheer her up a bit and take her mind off the stress and anxiety of the previous weeks. Despite the party, the costumes, and the cotton candy, Christina was still obviously struggling. She spoke with her brother-in-law Chris at the event and said she didn't want to be Christina Bastion anymore and she wanted to disappear. After the party, Christina went to a friend's house in Apple Valley. She brought along her tan and white malty poo, Coco. The plan was for Christina and Coco to spend the night at the friend's house. But that's not what happened. According to Apple Valley Police Department, Christina got upset and left the house at around 1.45 that November 1st morning. She took Coco and a few personal belongings with her, but left behind her wallet, license, bank cards, and eyeglasses. Her friend was immediately worried, of course. But what made things even more concerning was that according to the Charlie Project, Christina would have needed her glasses. Her vision was severely impaired, and she could only see a short distance without them. It's believed that she did have contacts in when she left. But as anyone with contacts knows, your eyes need a break, and contacts don't last forever. The friend called her mom and told her that Christina had left. Later that morning, the California Highway Patrol located some of Christina's belongings strewn along Highway 247 near Lucerne Valley. It appeared as if they had been tossed out the window as someone drove. Among the items located was an expensive electric guitar, an amplifier, photos, checks, artwork, and Christina's cell phone. Remember, Christina had packed up some of her most prized possessions after the break-in. And here they were, discarded along the highway. Something was very wrong. According to ABC News, Cheryl was contacted and notified that some of Christina's things had been found on the roadway. So, Cheryl reported her daughter missing. Hours after Cheryl had been contacted, at about 7 p.m., according to the Apple Valley Police Department, Christina's silver Dodge Ram 1500 was found near Valley View Road and 29 Palms Highway in Morongo Valley. But the truck was empty. Christina and Coco were nowhere to be found. And there was something else. That brand-new truck Christina had just purchased a week earlier had scratches and dents on both sides, As if it had been driven through rough desert terrain. The search was on, and as family, friends, officials, and the community searched for Christina, it wasn't too long before a call was made to report that something else had been found. According to Victor Valley News, just under two weeks after Christina's disappearance, on November 11th, a local man found a backpack just a mile north of Bear Valley and Central Roads near Chipmunk Road. The backpack was Christina's. And inside, investigators found pictures, medication, bills, and other personal items. In addition to the backpack, a bumper believed to have come from her truck and some other personal items she had in her possession before she went missing were located in the general area. That discovery prompted a canine and aerial search of the area. Investigators found nothing further during that search. But Christina's friends, family, and the community weren't done just yet. On November 14th, a horseback slash foot search was organized. Victor Valley News reported that a local woman named Valerie was leading the search. She was an avid trail rider, but this was her first attempt at locating a missing person. Something about Christina's story compelled her, and she wanted to help. She spoke to the outlet and asked that anyone with experience in desert terrain show up to search either on horseback or foot. And search they did. However, they weren't able to locate anything else relating to Christina. The searches continued, but each one ended the same way. On November 23rd, a friend of Christina's mom was scrolling a page devoted to lost and found animals when she came across a post with a picture of a dog That looked just like Coco. She immediately shared what she had found with Cheryl, and Christina's family made contact with the woman who had the dog. It turned out it was Christina's Coco, and the woman had been caring for the dog since November 1st, the day Christina vanished. According to ABC News, this woman was driving along near the intersection of Bear Valley Road and Highway 18 when she spotted the tan and white Maltipoo all alone. The area Coco was located in was nearly 70 miles from where Christina's truck had been found, but only a short distance from the last place Christina herself had been seen, at her friend's apartment in Apple Valley. With no human in sight, the lady was concerned for Coco's safety, so she stopped and rescued the dog. It was obvious that Coco was well-loved, and someone was probably missing her. So, she posted that the dog had been found, and of course, Cheryl's friend stumbled upon the post. Christina's family made the decision that the best place for the dog to be at the time was with the woman who had rescued her, as their days and nights were consumed with searching for Christina. They had found her stuff, her truck, and now Coco, but none of that had brought them closer to finding Christina Bastion. Two to three months after her disappearance in December and January of 2016, Cheryl began receiving tips that Christina had been seen in the Yucca Valley and Joshua Tree area. And it wasn't just one person. There were multiple people reporting that they had spotted Christina in that area. The sightings were never confirmed or verified by police, however. And unfortunately, they never led Cheryl to Christina years ticked on. There were sightings here and there, and with each one, Cheryl and the rest of Christina's family sprang into action and followed up on the leads. They questioned those in the areas Christina was supposedly seen and handed out flyers. But each time their hopes were raised, the rug was ripped out from under them, yet again, when they didn't find Christina. In early 2018, according to the Daily Press, a woman named Terry Shearer reached out to Lamar Advertising to see if they'd donate some billboard space for her father. You see, Terry knew all too well the pain that Christina's family was going through because at the time her father was missing and had been for months. And the response she received from the general manager of the Lancaster office, Todd Porter, Was so encouraging that Terry asked if two other local missing persons could be included, and he agreed to donate space to feature all three. Advertising director for Lamar, Jim Moran, spoke to the outlet and said, We always attempt to help when we can. These things are certainly important to Lamar. And the digital billboards were placed in high traffic areas along Highway 14 in the Palmdale and Lancaster area. The messages on the billboards rotated and included ads, of course, but also public service announcements, like the information detailing the cases of Terry's father Randy Cuddy, Christina Bastian, and another woman who had vanished from Apple Valley in March of 2015, Christy Stewart. I've just got to say, it's amazing to me that Terry, despite all the pain and torment she was facing, looking for her own father. Thought of other families in the middle of her grief. She felt their pain and she knew the roller coaster ride straight from the pits of hell that nobody asked for that they were enduring because she herself was living it. She spoke to the daily press and stated, I let them know about Christina and Christy as well because I know what it's like to keep looking and not have answers. Some answers did eventually come for Terry and Randy Cuddy's family, but they weren't the answers anyone wanted. According to the Charlie Project, Randy Cuddy disappeared from Apple Valley, California on August 16, 2017. On September 6th, his car was found abandoned in a remote area of the Mojave River bottom in Victorville, California. In October of 2020, a hiker found his skeletal remains in a dry lake bed west of the CMEX plant in Victorville. They were identified a month later, but no cause of death was ever determined. Christy Stewart's family also received that same dreaded phone call, notifying them that Christy had been found deceased, almost four years after she had gone missing. According to Dateline, 29-year-old Christy Stewart was last seen leaving a dentist appointment in Apple Valley on March 3rd, 2015. She had plans to go to a friend's house after that appointment, but never arrived. She was reported missing. Five days later, on March 8th, 2015, according to the Victor Valley Sheriff's Department, Christie's pickup was located unoccupied in the desert area of North Apple Valley. Her family searched for answers for four long years before Christie's body was discovered on January 24, 2019. According to a press release by the San Bernardino County Sheriff Corners Department, Christie's remains had been located by two hunters approximately 2.5 miles from where her truck was previously recovered. Her cause of death was never revealed publicly, but investigators did say. That they didn't suspect foul play. The families of Christy Stewart and Randy Cuddy have some answers. They weren't the kind of answers that anyone would ever want, and their families will forever grieve their losses. Their pain doesn't end, but the discoveries did end the exhaustive physical searches, and they were given the opportunity to lay their loved ones to rest. Unfortunately, the family of Christina Bastian is still desperately searching for any clues as to what might have happened. Did Christina Bastion simply walk away from her life and everything she knew and loved? Is she suffering from a break in her mental state that prevents her from contacting her family? Or did something happen in those early morning hours of November 1st? Did someone take advantage of Christina's fragile state? These are the questions on the minds of everyone who knows and loves Christina every single day. Christina Lynn Bastion was born on July 8, 1981. She was 34 at the time of her disappearance, but would be 40 years old today. She's a white female with strawberry blonde hair and brown eyes, approximately 5'6 and 170 pounds. Her ears are pierced in the lobes and the upper cartilage. She has a scar on her thumb and a scar on her right eyebrow from a previous piercing. She has a very distinctive tattoo of a cherry blossom with the Chinese symbol for love on her left foot rising up her ankle. Christina is a daughter, sister, teacher, and friend. She's become an aunt since she vanished. Her sister posted a message to her, one of many left on Christina's Facebook since the day she went missing. This one was posted on March 7, 2018, and it reads, Man, do I ever miss you, sis. So many things remind me of you. It's so tough to have hope. I can't help but feel that something is not right. I can't imagine you would go this long without talking to someone, anyone. I can only pray every day and hope in the Lord. I love you, sis. No one can replace you. You are unique and bring something to the table that no one else ever will. It is painful to think my daughter is a year and a half old, and you don't even know she exists. You love her, by the way. She is so awesome. I cherish all the memories I have of you and pray one day I get to make more. Someone knows something, and it's beyond time to speak up. This family deserves to know where Christina is and if she is safe. If you have any information about the whereabouts of Christina Bastian, no matter how small, please call the Apple Valley Police Department at 760-240-7400. If you wish to remain anonymous, you can call in a tip at the WeTip hotline. The number is 1-800-78-CRIME. Christina's family has a Facebook page devoted to their search for her. You can find it by typing help find Christina Bastion in the search bar. I'll be sure to link it in the show notes. Messages of love and support for Christina are often posted there as well, like this one from her mother, Cheryl. Dear Christina, I just want you to know that I love you and miss you so much. I will never stop hoping and praying that you are okay. And will come walking in the door. Love, Mom. Christina, if you're listening, your family hasn't given up on you. They just want to know that you're okay. They're not angry. You were loved beyond measure and wanted more than you could ever imagine. If you're able, please reach out to someone. One more thing before we go if you or someone you know is struggling, please reach out to someone you can trust. If you're in crisis or just need help finding resources in the U.S., you can call the National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP to speak to someone and be connected with resources in your area. The Helpline is free, confidential, and someone is available 24-7. Please know that you're not alone. You're far from it. One in five adults in the U.S. experience some form of mental health issue at some point each year. You matter. There's no shame in seeking help. I'll be sure to link these resources in the show notes as well. As always, you can find more information on this case or any of the others I've covered on my Instagram, at least underscore of these, or my Facebook, at least of these podcast. New episodes drop every Thursday. Make sure you hit that subscribe button because I'll be bringing you an all new case next week. You can also join me tonight, June 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern. I'll be going live on Instagram with the one and only Jake Deptula from Strictly Stalking. We'll be discussing all things true crime, life, and answering your questions. I look forward to seeing you there. Once again, that's 8 p.m. Eastern on Instagram. You can finally get your episodes ad-free just the way you like them, for just $2 a month, and as a member of Patreon, you'll be the first to be notified when new tiers will be launched with exclusive episodes and a few bonus surprises. Head on over to patreon.com slash least of these to support the show today. I'll also post a link to that in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for caring. If you know something, say something. And until next time, be good to each other.